Hey everybody, it is Jacqueline. This is Awaken Tarot, the podcast. Um, my husband just looked at me weird. Did I say my name wrong? <laughs> it's still Jacqueline, right? You know, he says yes. Good. So yes, it's Jacqueline and this is Awaken Tarot podcast. Uh, this week we are going to talk about a card that when I first picked up my deck to shuffle fell out and I was like, no, no way that could possibly be the card. So then I put that card back in and shuffled and then drew. And guess what? It is that same card because that's how tarot works. Isn't that fun? Uh, this week we are chatting about the four of cups, which is exciting because we've only talked about one other four on this podcast. And it was, I believe, the Four of Pentacles, and that was with Laura Dramas, one of my very good friends here. So I'm extra excited to chat about this card. We'll start off with talking about the number four. Uh, when you pull a four in tarot, um, it, the kind of like idea you're working with is the self. You're working with kind of this structural container universe of the self. So things that are inside or that directly involve you and your position or attitude or way of being regarding something. Um, in the Four of Cups, in the picture, again, I'm using the Smith Rider weight deck, the picture we're working with is a person sitting under a tree, and they have three cups in front of them, and there is a hand coming out of a cloud, and it is giving this person another cup. And the person kind of has their arms crossed. They're looking down a little bit. It's, it's almost as if they're not seeing this cup or rejecting it in some way. Now, what I really, really love about the Four of Cups is that I believe this is one of the only times ever we see an ace come back into play so clearly inside a card. Like we are literally seeing the Ace of Cups being handed to this person under this tree right now. So this is kind of like this meta breaking of the fourth wall. Did you hear that? The fourth wall breaking of it. Oh, genius. I said that. <laughs> so it's literally kind of bringing us back to this moment in the Ace of Cups where, you know, we're given this gift. We're given this thing that we wanted or that we need, um, this intuitive glimpse, this gift, right? So then we go through the two and the three, and we come back in the four. And in the three, it's kind of the celebratory, like, hey, things are happening. It's an expansion of this thing that I wanted. And then in the four, it's like, it can be kind of, you know, you're, you're looking at the things in front of you, these cups in front of you, and you're like, I'm not satisfied with these cups, or these are the only cups I need. And then another thing comes in, and it's the Ace of Cups, and it's almost like that reminder that like, hey, remember this thing that you asked for? This thing that you really really, really wanted um, that you have either one forgotten about and are just now seeing the ramifications of or that you wanted, but now you think it's too hard. Well, guess what? We're giving it to you anyway. Here it is. Here's the thing. Like, for example, I've been pulling this card a lot. And the really cool thing about that is <laughs> that how do I make this? How do I make this make sense? Back in October, the first full moon of October, which was very, very early on, my husband and I, we asked for a thing. And then very, very slowly, like things started to kind of fall into place for this thing that he and I asked for under the full moon. We did kind of like a little ritual spell thing. And then all of a sudden these things started happening and Gabe and I were like, wow, this is really hard or wow, this is moving faster than anticipated, culminating in me like 
losing hours at my job, which is which I was like really disappointed about. And then at one point, Gabe was like, in the midst of me continuously pulling the Four of Cups, Gabe goes, yeah, but isn't this like part of that thing that we asked for way back in October? And I was like, yeah, I'm definitely, this makes sense now. I'm having a Four of Cups moment (laughs) of which like, I'm disappointed with this expansion that's happening, even though this is the gift that I asked for. Like, this is literally what I asked for. And this is, these are the things that had to fall into place to make part of this happen. So I can't even be upset or disappointed about it. I have to remember that this is a gift. And so one of the ways that I really like to view this card is that, yes, technically there are four cups here, right? But what you're really looking at is the three cups in front of you. And then it's almost like that fourth cup that comes in is that reminder that that fourth cup is the cup that you initially were given and the ace of and the ace of cups and that it's almost kind of like this dream a little bit that's supposed to take you back to the beginning. So you're kind of watching how things are falling, how it's playing out, how intuitively this is working, that expansion of celebrating the things that celebrating what needs to happen to get you what you asked for. It's not always going to feel good. It's not always going to feel super exciting. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be hard. It's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like that process of (laughs) trying to get like if you if you are somebody that wants kids and you're trying to get pregnant, the first step is kind of that ace of cups. Okay, now we're going to start trying. We have this desire. But then it's you have to wait time. You have to try and it takes time and you go through a couple months where like maybe it doesn't work and there's a there's that disappointment that's sitting there and that time and that waiting. Um but then by the time that it comes, you're elated and the thing is that like while you're waiting for everything to fall into place, it can feel a little bit like you've been left abandoned or like that thing that you desperately want and asked for isn't coming to you, which is why a lot of the times we hit it so close with this card and that we talk about it being like rejecting a gift or when we say something about the it's it all has to do with timing. It's like, yes, those are huge components of this card. And those are the reasons we read it that way. But in the heart of this card, it's about getting us back to a place, a recentering of ourselves of these are the things that have to happen so we can have what we were, what we were initially inspired to get in the ace. And how that involves the universe of the self is because a lot of times you have to get yourself aligned. And actually, that's a thing that Laura and I talked about in the Four of Pentacles. And I think we related it at that time to the other fours, too, in that you have to have yourself aligned. Four is a very balanced number. And also, if you look at card four in the major arcana, which is the emperor, you you only get to the emperor after you've gone through magician, high priestess, and the empress. Those are three really big kind of flowing, active energies. And then you get to the emperor, and it's the first time you kind of see something that's stable and permanent. Think like trees and canyons and oceans. Um, You know, this very permanent, big thing. And it's very balanced. You know what it's like to sit still and be loud and moving, and those things will always be that way. When you get to a four in the minor arcana, it's that same kind of alignment of standing firm and what you asked for. So in the four of cups, when you pull it, this is not the time to turn away from the gift that you asked for, turn away from that thing that you want. 
It's not the time to get bored of it or cross your arms. Okay, I just have to tell you, while my husband made cocoa in the middle of this, and he's pointing to me, grinning, at a cup that says, I like her butt. (laughs) So this is mentally where we're at, speaking of being given cups. Um, I was given a cup of cocoa during this podcast. Gabe was too. His, now he's, are you pretending to cup a butt? (laughs) This is the content that people come here for. So yes, this is my theory on the Four of Cups. It's definitely, while timing is a component and not rejecting a gift is a component, it's so much more about remembering the process of things and aligning yourself with the thing that you wanted in the first place. So bringing it back to the allegory that I used earlier with my job, it would have been really easy for me to sit myself in a sea of panic. Like, holy shit, what does this mean? How am I going to pay for things? Blah. But like at the end of the day, like when I was like, I did that. I'm not going to, I don't like, yes, I did panic, but I gave myself like a solid like seven days. And then after that, I like got myself in gear. So when I got myself in gear and Gabe said, hey, isn't this the thing that we kind of like asked for? I was like, right, it is that thing that we asked for. So how do I put that in alignment with that initial, that initial intuition, that initial want, that initial desire that we had. Um, and the Ace of Cups or the Suit of Cups all together, it's so much about intuition and energies and that flowing. And if we were, you know, I think a lot of times we want to align the concept of manifestation with the Suit of Wands, but the Wands is so much more about action. It's very much when we are actually working on drawing things closer to us, I would say that you would want to work with water because it flows and it's natural and it's that energy, right? It's an energy that comes in and comes out like tides. It's that when you're working with and you're asking for something under the moon, you know, many, many practitioners do. It's that, okay, well, with the moon, it ebbs and it flows. And you don't always get to understand. You don't always understand why sometimes the water comes in too far and takes things away, takes a shell you were looking for away. Because it's also at, at the time, every time the water brings things up, it takes things away. And every time it takes things away, it also is bringing things up. And that's kind of the concept in my really kind of circular way of saying that when we pull the four of cups, it's about reminding ourselves that, yes, maybe some things are being taken away, but what is it making room for? Or it's that reminder of, yes, I'm getting what I want, and maybe it's not how I thought it would happen, but I can't turn my I can't turn my head away from the process because this is the process that I started. So yeah. Gabe, that makes sense. Gabe says yes, so we're moving on. We are moving on. Um, as we all know, now it is time for the part of the podcast where I come out and pantomime with Gabe apparently for the rest of the episode it's he doesn't know what to do because this is an auditory form of entertainment not a visual one are you are you know what that looked like though that looked like some do you want me to you're, you're daring me to say the word I'm not gonna do it it's the collective reading guys <laughs> This is going off the rails real fast. Uh, Our collective reading this week, the energy we are working with, actually for the next two weeks, is the King of Swords. The King of Swords is really fun. Um, This is a a card dealing with fire and air. This is a card dealing with kind of this creative... This creative and energetic form of communication 
and thinking. It's innovative. It's very interesting because last week we talked about the collective reading, or two weeks ago we talked about the collective reading being the Hierophant. And when I think about the minor arcana equivalent to the Hierophant, that kind of King Solomon-esque innovative wisdomy thinking, I think about the King of Swords. When you look at the King of Swords, you can see that they're sitting in a throne, they're holding the sword, it's kind of tilted to the side a bit, showing you this butterfly on their throne. Um... They're kind of very, their sword is kind of going against the way the wind is blowing. It's tilted in the opposite direction, almost as if to say, like, I create this balance. What I say is balance is balance, Uh, which I think is really, really fun and interesting because when we enter the state of a king, when we go into the king in the, in the, in the, when we enter a king card, within the suits. We're entering a complete state of mastery within that suit. So we're coming into this part of, we realized the last two weeks that there were things and traditions and ways of being that needed to be changed, maybe ways of interacting with people that are below us, or way of instructing, a way of managing ourselves or others, or conducting our lives and our schedules, um, because there was a need But now we're entering that minor arcana part of things where we are taking it within ourselves to enact and lead these changes. For instance, if for Christmas coming up, I know we're all planning like diligently what we're going to do, especially in a pandemic. It's if you've told somebody or a family member that family members that they have to test negative for COVID before they can come, hold to that. You create the rules. You create the rules in your home. You create the rules to your safety. You create the rules to your mental health and well-being. Going home for Christmas, for some people, this may be a really great year and excuse to stay home and not have to deal with some of the torment that they may face going home somewhere. Um, For others, this may be a really good opportunity to kind of take advantage of how they want their holidays to be or how they want to conduct their own traditions and Christmas going forward. It's a really interesting thing and concept being in this point where we, you know, in the Queen of Swords, you kind of learn how to like construct these emotional boundaries. And in the King of Swords, it's almost like you're to the point where now people are fucking respecting them. And that's kind of the energy we really need to cultivate because we did that the last two weeks in the Hierophant, kind of this recognizing this need to have that done. And now here we are these next two weeks next two weeks in the King of Swords, where we are getting that shit done, which I love. Very excited about working with that energy. Okay, I have had a hot cup of cocoa in my hand now for like 10 minutes of this podcast, and I'm going to drink it. So we're going to get out of here. I'll see y'all in a little bit.